Welcome to Your Strata Property, the podcast for property owners looking for reliable, accurate and bite-sized information from an experienced and authoritative source. To access previous episodes and useful strata tips, go to www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. Hello and welcome. I'm Amanda Farmer and this is Your Strata Property. Welcome everybody to the first episode for the new year, 2017. I hope that you all took some time to have a bit of a break over the festive season, spend time with your loved ones and had a bit of a rest. I certainly have had some time out. I actually try to use this time at the beginning of each year to plan for my business for the upcoming year to take this quiet time to sit down and work out where I can improve, what I want to achieve and what steps I need to be taking throughout the year to make sure I reach my goals. And it's something that I recommend to a lot of my colleagues and friends and I certainly recommend to everybody listening, whether you run your own business or not, the new year is a great time to have that sense of perspective for what's coming up for you professionally, personally, and take that time to make sure you get the most out of the next 12 months. I've particularly been planning what's on the agenda for our members, the members of the YSP online community this year, and there are some exciting things in the works, that's for sure. And I'm really looking forward to delivering that over the next few months and well into the year. Okay, what I want to get into in today's episode is actually to give you a bit of a summary of the highlights, what I think are the highlights from previous episodes of the podcast. We are up to, believe it or not, episode 42 now, and I've been delivering this podcast to you for the last nine months or so, and that has gone so fast. We will soon be at our 12-month anniversary, which is really exciting. But I thought the beginning of the year is a good time to go over the key takeaways that that I remember from all of the guests that have joined me on the podcast and that I know from listener feedback that you have got the most out of. So this summary episode is great if you're new to the podcast and maybe you haven't listened to the earlier episodes or not all of them and you need a bit of a jump start into the right direction to head, some hints perhaps on what might interest you. But even if you're a long-time listener, this is a great way to be reminded of all the knowledge that you've gained listening over the past nine months. And maybe I'll even trigger an idea or remind you of a particular pain point that you're experiencing at the moment in your strata living or strata management. And you can go back and have a listen to that particular episode, which might be even more relevant to you now than ever before. So I'm going to start with episode two. This was my interview with Rena Van Alst. And Rena is a very well-known strata manager here in New South Wales. And Rena and I talked about working with your strata manager and getting the most out of that relationship with your strata manager. And a couple of key takeaways there for me, I think strata managers find that their role is not often well understood by their clients. And this to me is partially a communication breakdown between the strata manager and the lot owner. But I think that relationship really benefits when the 
strata manager can make really clear to the lot owner exactly what it is they are there for and what is part of their job and what isn't. So that's something that Rena and I spoke about. In episode four, I spoke with Karen Stiles of the Owners Corporation Network about short-term letting. And we spoke in particular about a building that she had been involved with where there had been an extra 1,000 residents and eight illegal brothels because of the prevalence of short-term letting and this building's difficulties in controlling that. And the story that Karen told us was that eventually this building was able to get the short-term lets under control and they had some really ingenious ideas and methods for dealing with that. So great conversation there with Karen and I suggest you check that out if short-term letting is something that is an issue for you in your building at the moment. In episode five, I spoke with Kelly Wright from Wright and Lee. Now, Kelly is what we call an owner advocate. She's not a strata manager. She's not a lawyer, but she does assist lot owners one-on-one who might be having difficulties in their strata scheme. Now, Kelly is based in Queensland and Kelly told us a story about how she helped an owner who was basically ready to sell up and ship out after only eight months of purchasing because he was basically being victimized by the committee and Kelly was able to use her expertise and her industry knowledge to make sure that he and his community were in a far better place. And one of the key takeaways, I think, from that discussion was how important it is to look at the books and records of a strata scheme before you purchase and absolutely go in with your eyes open and know what you are getting into to the extent that you can. That's going to save a lot of heartache down the track. In episode six, I spoke with Helen Wells from Acumen Strata about why communities should consider tendering their strata management contracts. And Helen had some great advice for communities that are looking at engaging a new strata manager or perhaps renewing their contract with their current strata manager. And Helen's key takeaway there, at least for me, was make sure you have the right manager for the job. And each building is different. Each committee is different. Your building might have unique circumstances. It might be a complex community title scheme with building management committees. It might be a small block. It might be two lots, three lots, that's going to benefit from a different type of manager and a different type of skill set. So it's not always about getting the cheapest price. It's about getting the right fit for your building. And that conversation is particularly relevant now in New South Wales, where we have new legislation in place, which has the effect of shortening many strata management contracts that might currently be on foot. So I know there are a lot of communities out there now looking at putting those contracts out to tender. And if that's on your agenda, definitely go back to episode six and have a listen to what Helen Wells has to say. Okay. In episode nine, I spoke with Dr. Hazel Easthope of the University of New South Wales. And Hazel and I discussed the changes under New South Wales law when it comes to the approval threshold for terminating a strata scheme. So where we had prior to the 30th of November 2016, you needed 100% approval to sell the entire scheme to a developer. The new law that commenced on the 30th of November now means that a 75% approval threshold is in place. 
Now, this conversation that I had with Hazel is a really great beginner's guide to this process and what you can expect as a lot owner who might be approached by a developer wanting to purchase all the lots and redevelop the scheme. So if that's something you want to know more about, definitely start there with episode nine. In episode 10, I had a chat with Jenny Strong from Macquarie Bank and we talked about strata finance. What is it? How do you use it? Jenny gives great answers to common questions in that area. How is a strata loan secured? How is it repaid? That's in episode 10. Episode 11, I had a chat with Rachel Cosentino, who is a lawyer in Western Australia, and we spoke about how to establish a sense of community in Strata. And I was really fascinated by Rachel's take on this topic. And what I found interesting was that she saw Strata communities as a place where we can rediscover our civic involvement. So she spoke about research that sociologists have done. And they found that since the 1970s in Australia, in the US, civic society has been declining and we are losing those opportunities for connectedness and that sense of belonging. Rachel's view was we should see our strata schemes as a way of rekindling that, that sense of community and that sense of belonging. And I really love that take on living in strata and the wonderful benefits of living in strata. We talked all about that in episode 11. In episode 12, I spoke with Gary Bugden. And Gary and I spoke about how technology is now being used to improve strata management outcomes. So we talked about all the different ways that strata managers and strata communities are using technology to their benefit. And in particular, Gary gave us an example of what's happening in building facilities management. So There's apparently a very sophisticated range of technology that's now available to monitor what's happening with equipment in buildings. So it's possible to have a device installed that communicates back to the building manager, whether they're on site or whether it's the strata manager, how that equipment is performing. Is it down? Does it need repair and maintenance? And that's all being done without somebody having to go and check. That's just one of the examples that Gary and I talked about how technology is improving our strata management outcomes. That's episode 12. Episode 13, I spoke with Andrew Terrell, strata manager here in Sydney from Wellman Strata, about effective strata budgets. And Andrew's advice was all about the importance of detailed budgets. You can avoid time-consuming and frustrating questions at meetings if you have a well-thought-out, well-planned, detailed budget for the upcoming financial year. And Andrew also explained why unrealistic budgets are so harmful and what strata managers should be doing to ensure that their buildings don't set unrealistic budgets. So both for managers, committees, owners – focused on budgeting, which I think you all should be, episode 13 is a good one to get stuck into. In episode 14, I had a chat with Michael Tees, lawyer here in Sydney, also strata manager, how to improve and model behavior in strata communities. And we spoke about how bad behavior is bad for our communities and what we can do about improving that behavior. And a key takeaway there for me, we talked about it in the conversation, but it was also something I picked up from Michael's book. He has this five-step framework for how an owner's corporation or a committee might assess 
whether or not they're being reasonable when it comes to drafting bylaws. And we went through that five-step framework in the conversation and a couple of those steps, just to whet your appetite, committees should be asking themselves, is this bylaw really necessary? They should be asking, does it conform to modern social and broader community standards? So if you're in that process now, particularly in New South Wales, where the new legislation requires you to review your bylaws within the next 12 months, go back and have a listen to episode 14 and listen out for that five-step framework for how to assess whether your bylaws are reasonable. I found it really insightful. Episode 16, Savina Yang and I spoke about how to increase your lot's value by extending into areas of the common property. Now, Savina is a lawyer with My Practice Lawyers Chambers, and this was a very popular episode amongst you listeners. Savina and I give you a step-by-step guide for how you might use the adjacent common property in your scheme to increase your living area, increase the value of your investment. There's a couple of ways that you can do it, and episode 16, I'm often recommending to People who contact me wanting advice on this issue as a really good introduction for how you might get started with that kind of a project. Episode 17, I spoke with Stephen Raff, Strata Manager, how to deal with noise in strata buildings. And Stephen gave us some great solutions for noise problems. We talked about all things windows, window glazing, dealing with dogs, having the local council involved, good old-fashioned communication with your neighbour, how to best involve your strata manager. A great episode for anyone who is having a noise problem in their building at the moment. Okay, jumping to episode 19, I spoke with Dr. Emma Power from the University of Western Sydney about how to deal with pets in strata buildings. And I often refer back to this episode because I really love what Emma had to say about pets and pet bylaws in particular. And she says, it's not the fact of keeping an animal that is or should be a problem for strata communities. It's about the impact that that animal has on the community. So, When we're regulating these things with bylaws, she doesn't think it's appropriate, and neither do I, that you ban the keeping of the animal completely. What you should be doing is regulating the impact of that animal. So you're dealing with things like noise, mess, the safety of other residents. Simply having a blanket ban on the keeping of animals is not going to the heart of the problem. We also had a great discussion about how you might approach your owner's corporation if you do want to keep an animal and the kinds of things that both owners and committees are concerned about in our experience. Episode 20, this was a hot one. Can you legally record a strata meeting using a recording device like your phone? And this was my chat with Hallie Warnock, who was a student in my office at Lawyers Chambers. And Hallie gave us her view, drawn from some research that she had done recently, that yes, you can legally record a strata meeting, but there's a few things that you probably should be doing before you turn on that recording device. So that's back in episode 20. Episode 21, I had a chat with Natalie Fitzgerald, strata manager from Stratasense here in Sydney. How are the new New South Wales laws going to affect your strata management contracts? Again, this is something that is now really relevant with the new law having commenced in New South Wales. If you've been hearing about your strata management contract somehow changing under the new law, being shortened, some even perhaps being lengthened, go back and have a listen to this episode 21 and that's going to fill you in on those details. 
Episode 22, I spoke with Melissa McPherson from the Small Block Strata Company. Melissa only manages small strata blocks, so we're looking at three, four, five lot schemes, less than 10 lots. And Melissa has a view that these small schemes have unique requirements and unique concerns and do need a different style of management. So we got stuck into a great conversation there about the nature of small strata blocks. Episode 23, I spoke with Leonie Milonis from Strata Community Insurance about what to look for in a strata insurance policy. What kind of cover do you need? And no, all strata insurance policies are not the same. And Leonie explains to us what the different options are there. In episode 24, I spoke to Robert Savage from Victoria, strata manager, about short-term letting after the Watergate decision. Now, this was a decision of the Supreme Court in Victoria. It was pretty hot when it came out last year, and it has, to an extent, changed the face of short-term letting in Victoria and put a different light, let's say, on how bylaws are interpreted and enforced in Victoria. So Robert and I have a bit of a discussion about that decision. If you're not familiar with it or you've heard a bit about it and want to find out more, check out episode 24. Episode 25, how to manage complex strata and community schemes. My chat with Chris Duggan from Brighton Duggan Strata Management. Again, a very popular episode. We talked about why the setup stage for a complex scheme is so important. We talked about what a complex scheme is, how in our modern world and in our busy building cities, we are faced with setups that we haven't necessarily seen before, why it's important to have a strata manager who understands how your scheme works and why strata managers probably need to upskill a bit in this area. That's Chris's view taking the time to get a basic understanding of how your scheme works is going to pay dividends for you as an owner. And Chris even gave us a bit of an insight into the Barangaroo development here in Sydney, which he's had some involvement in. So great episode, episode 25 with Chris Duggan. Episode 27, why the ABMA building management code is the key to managing your strata property. I spoke to Linda Kipriadakis of the ABMA, the Australian Building Management Association, and we talked about the code that had just been released recently for Queensland and New South Wales. I think there might have been a copy for Victoria as well. And I've had a bit more involvement with ABMA since that episode, and I know that the code is definitely gaining some standing in the strata sector. It's something that you'll be hearing more and more about. And uh, remember that you heard about it here first. Episode 28, how electronic voting will drive strata owner engagement. I spoke to Dee Pennell from Strata Vote. This is a great beginner's guide to electronic voting. We talk about both New South Wales and Queensland laws. And Dee is doing something quite innovative there with Strata Vote. It's a, um, a good platform to check out if you're looking at introducing electronic voting to your community this year. Episode 29, I spoke with Dr. Kathy Sherry from the University of New South Wales about the immense power that strata owners have. And this power is their power to make bylaws. Now, this was absolutely one of my favorite interviews of the last nine months. Kathy is just a powerhouse. She is a font of knowledge when it comes to all things strata. 
One of the things I really remember about this conversation is that Kathy said to me, Amanda, I don't know why we treat apartment living differently to any other inner city living. Some of us live in houses, we might live in semi-detached, and we live in noisy neighbourhoods. We can hear what's going on in our neighbour's backyard. Sometimes we can even hear things through the walls, but because we're not in an apartment, we don't feel the need to do anything about it. We say, oh, well, that's their house, this is ours. And we just deal with it. We deal with the noisy kids playing basketball next door's backyard. Why is it any different in strata? And it's different because the law empowers strata owners to regulate the way other people live. And Kathy says that this is essentially a form of private legislation that is very intrusive into people's lives. And this power is often not used very wisely. And even now, under the new New South Wales law, we have this provision that says bylaws must not be harsh, unconscionable or unreasonable. But Kathy feels that this law doesn't go far enough. And she explains to us why she has that view. It's a fabulous episode. Even if you've already listened to it, go back and have another listen because there are so many gems in there. And we are just so privileged to have somebody like Dr. Kathy Sherry come and chat with us about this topic. Okay, episode 30. This was a really popular one. This is my examination of privacy when it comes to strata books and records. And I recorded that episode because I just had so many questions at least once a week. Owners, strata managers questioning how much personal information they could or should give to lot owners coming and lot owners representatives coming to inspect an owner's corporation's books and records. And I have felt for a long time that there is a real lack of understanding of this area. What's private? What's not? Do privacy laws apply? Can email addresses be given out? Can phone numbers be given out? What can be withheld or should be withheld from a strata inspection? Check out episode 30 where I really delve into the answers to those questions. I know a lot of you have found that one really useful. Episode 31, I had a chat with interior design expert Jen Bishop on renovating your strata home. This was a really enjoyable conversation. Jen talked about keeping it simple in your renovation. My big takeaway from this, as you'll hear, is the question, have I got my rug properly positioned in my lounge room? (laughs) And I think my conclusion was, no, I don't. So thanks for uh, those tips, Jen. Definitely, if you're about to do a renovation in your apartment, check out episode 31. Episode 33, Sean McNamara, committee member on things that can go horribly wrong when buying into a new strata plan and how you might avoid those. Sean was a font of advice. He had bought into a newly strated building. It was an older building and had been refurbished and he had no end of trouble with the developer. But he was able through his own personal efforts and research and connecting himself with good people in the industry to resolve those issues for his community. And he has some great tips for what he learned through that process. And he did it all without legal representation, which I think was just awesome and a great result for him and his neighbours. Episode 34, tips on how to run a good strata meeting with Karina Hines, strata manager in Sydney. 
And Karina's key takeaway was to explain to us why agendas and minutes are so important. And they're often things that are overlooked by strata managers, by committees, just put out a simple agenda, just quickly get the minutes out. And those documents are unfortunately not accurately recording what's plan to happen in the meeting and what actually happens in the meeting and that can cause problems down the track. So detailed agendas and minutes, something that I spoke about there with Karina and some other great tips on how to run a good strata meeting. Now episodes 35, 36 and 37, that was my audio from the presentation that I delivered to members of the Owners Corporation Network and many other committee members and lot owners from around Sydney and surrounds on the new New South Wales law. Go back and check those out. They're good summaries of the things that I think owners in particular are going to be affected by with this new law, which is now in place. And Of course, a great way to get all the detail from that presentation without even listening to the audio is to head over to yourstrataproperty.com.au slash new law and you'll be able to download a copy of my detailed paper. Okay, episode 38. I had a chat to another great committee member, Gordon Strait, and Gordon explained how we might add value to our strata buildings and why it's so important to add value to our strata buildings. Gordon explained to us why we should be thinking about so much more than just repair and maintenance. We need to be thinking about investing in our buildings for the future. And Gordon had some really great ideas for increasing the value of your investment. Episode 39, I had a chat with Scott Walsberger from the Cancer Council New South Wales. And we talked about why the Cancer Council advocates for completely smoke-free strata buildings, including the banning of smoking within lots, not just on common property. Scott spoke a lot about the research that the Cancer Council does. He produced some really great statistics that I didn't even know existed about smoking in strata. And he even has a statistic related to why smokers want smoke-free apartment living, which I found really fascinating. So, A great episode to get stuck into if you are concerned about smoking in your building and want to do something about it. Okay, skipping to episode 41, my interview with Stephen King, committee member, what makes a great strata committee? Stephen is a very experienced committee member and together with his fellow members, runs a really tight ship for his building and has done for many years. And he has some great tips on how you might be able to do that as well in your building. What kind of personalities it takes, what the commitment level is like, and how you might ensure the right culture for your strata committee. So that is the nutshell summary of the last nine months worth of episodes. I haven't covered every single one, you'll see, but those are certainly all of the guests that have been on the show and that I have very much enjoyed chatting to. I have some fabulous guests lined up for the show this year, including some that you will recognize from the media, which I'm really excited about. And I am looking forward to delivering to you once again all that I think you need to know to improve your experience of community living. As always, thanks for listening. Catch you next time. Thank you for listening to Your Strata Property, the podcast which consistently delivers to property owners reliable and accurate information about their strata property. You can access all the information below this episode via the show notes at www.yourstrataproperty.com.au. 
You can also ask questions in the comments section, which Amanda will answer in her upcoming episodes. How can Amanda help you today?